Welcome to 818 Media's Queen City Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Lester, and today we're talking about the pros and cons of homeschooling. Good morning, and thank you for joining 818 Media Queen City Gigcast. I'm Charlotte Lester. Today we're talking about homeschooling. Today my guests are... Paula Lester. Erin Losey. And I am Marnie Buchel, and I am the director of 818 Media. And today, um, Charlotte has written some questions for um, moms who homeschool. So, Charlotte, you want to start it off for us? Mm-hmm. Um, why did you decide to homeschool? Who wants to take it first? Um, you can go first. Okay. okay. Um, well, it took me several years to finally jump in. Um, to get the confidence that we could, but the main there's many reasons, but the main reason is the the flexibility of it, both with your schedule, you're not tied down to the school schedules, and with um, you can make their education more personal and at their own pace. So that's one of the big reasons why we chose. That's a huge reason. And how many yeah. years have you been doing it? Uh, we're finishing up year number four. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, I know it goes fast. Definitely. Yeah. And we had always considered homeschooling but then didn't follow it again probably same reason about confidence Mm -hmm. and not being sure not having built up a strong community around doing it but when COVID hit we did virtual schooling for one year and the next year um, after I had gone through virtual schooling with her I felt much more confident we had built up a bit more community around us so we decided to jump in to homeschooling and for many of the same reasons flexibility more time you know together as a family and being able to really personalize education for her very nice um what is your teaching style okay so um one nice thing about the state of michigan is it's very flexible with homeschooling laws so you can pick any style and run with it With that also comes so many choices, it's hard to narrow it down. So after a lot of um, research and just trial and error, we kind of have narrowed it down to be more like more eclectic homeschoolers. And that means we mix and match several different um, resources. We don't just stick to one curriculum. We don't choose to do no curriculums at all. So we just mix and match what works best for us. Very nice. We're also eclectic homeschoolers. We, there are some um, subjects that we always have a curriculum for, math and um, some language arts, and Charlotte always wants to do as much science as possible. Other things um, like reading and writing, we just do in with our normal everyday lives, uh, and then she takes a lot of interest-led classes and joins in lots of groups and things just based on her interests at the time. Mm-hmm. She is a busy girl, I know. <laughs> She's got a lot going on. What are the advantages? Oh, there's several advantages. Um, one that's really important to me is we get to experience life together as a family, um, whereas Instead of everyone's going their separate way in the morning, we get to live life together. Um, we get more more free time, more play time, more time outside. We can focus on life skills. 
the kids can do more of like their interests and not feel so rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar um, advantages for us. Also, being able, um, like we touched on before, to tailor her education. So if she's, you know, really interested in a certain thing and gobbling it up, we can go faster on that curriculum. If she needs a break from another curriculum because it's just not clicking, we can take a break, pick it up later. Um, and yeah, just so much more time when you're teaching an individual versus teaching a classroom, it doesn't take as long to get through the material every day. So we can get through our curriculum and still have lots of time for extracurriculars or just, yeah, life, cooking, doing things around the home, learning a lot of life skills like that. That's that's awesome. I know, um, well, my daughter was uh, in high school when the pandemic hit and the advantage of being home for those two years was we were home together. I was gifted like all this extra time with her in almost a homeschool fashion. And I don't regret it. It was really nice to have her around and just have that freedom. And she did her work online and, and the rest of the day was ours to, yeah, create and be together as a family. So yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah looking back, I'm like, hmm, I wish I kind of would have done the homeschooling thing, mm-hmm. at least for when she was younger. Is it difficult at times? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's with everything, you know, there's good and bad. And, yeah, um, it takes a lot of time and energy to prepare the the lessons that we want to focus on. Um, And then just it's an advantage to be together, but it's also difficult. We spend a lot of time together. So, (laughs) you know, when you do that, you get annoyed and you have to – it takes a lot of patience with each other and with yourself. And you're homeschooling three children, yeah, kind of all different three, levels, too. Yeah, so that adds, different ages. Yep, that adds mm-hmm. to the challenge, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, there are difficult days. Um, you know, I, I would say a lot of times difficulties for me come down to being unsure if I'm on the right track with certain things, especially curriculum-wise, or when I am off track with those things. Um, it can then my confidence about homeschooling can decrease. And those are really difficult days when I'm questioning, you know, what we're doing and whether we're missing something important and whether, you know, whether we're making mistakes. But that those days are definitely not, as we go and as we all become more confident in in what we're doing those days are fewer and also you know I have a really good community around me of other homeschooling um, families and that also helps because there's always someone there who's felt that way before that you can bounce ideas off of as well so So you're not out there all alone not at all you've got a community that's so important yeah there's definitely that self-doubt I think with Mm -hmm. anything you you know there's days where you question am I doing enough am I doing too much of something that I'm turning them off from learning Mm -hmm. so there's definitely that factor but I think an advantage you have is when you have those difficult days if you need to like have a reset you have that freedom to okay today is just not flowing we need to you know take a break and do something different right so that's nice very nice what's a typical school day like (laughs) oh well no two days are exactly the same (laughs) we try we try to aim for like the kids get up out of bed like between seven and eight we'll do breakfast you know get ready for the day 
I like to get the academics done in the morning because that's when my brain works best and I feel like they do too. And if we can get all like our math and writing and all that kind of stuff done in the morning, then that leaves a good chunk of the day to do like visiting with friends or just, you know, free time being outside, working around the house, whatever we got to do. Yeah. Nice. Yes, I would say there's not really such a thing as a typical school day for us. Um, We take each day as it comes and try to do our best to squeeze everything into the nooks and crannies. But a lot of our day is based around the activities that we do outside of school. And then we put the school in between them. What are the advantages for the kids? Um, Very similar to the other advantages we listed earlier. Um, One thing I think for them, it's nice that they get to... Um, have a strong relationship with their with siblings and with their parents because they spend more time with them. They might not agree that's an advantage <laughs> on those days when they're just sick of everybody, but um, that and they can explore more interests of their own. Yes. I think that the main advantage is time. You know, she has time to be bored and see where that takes her. She has time to, like I said before, really dive into an interest that she might find or time to lay off of something if it's not clicking right then and and come back to it later. So I would Mm -hmm. think that for our whole family, but especially for her, the advantage is time. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes because they have maybe that time more time to play, more time to do what they would like. Maybe childhood lasts a little longer. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, they don't have the pressure to grow up quite so fast. Absolutely, yeah. So that's an advantage. Definitely, yeah. Can't get time back. Mm-hmm. As your kids get older, what do you plan to do? Well, we're taking it one year at a time because it's hard to make blueprints for something that's constantly changing. Um I know my oldest is thinking that once he gets to high school, he might want to go to public school. And that's fine with me. Um, When he gets to that time, we will make that decision together. Um, Yeah, just one year at a time. We also go one year at a time, and um, going back to public is always on the table. We discuss it as a family and decide what to do year to year. So it's definitely teamwork. The whole family is going to decide. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. What advice would you give other parents? Yeah, other parents who are maybe on the fence about schooling. Yeah, I was there. Um, just be confident in yourself. Seek out um, other people who are homeschooling and ask all those questions, even if you think it would, you know, it's a silly question. Ask them. Hang out with their, you know, their families. Um, go for it, you know. You can, <laughs> you can always, you know, go back to, That's to true. your, your, yeah, your yeah. public school lifestyle. Right. Yeah. yeah, no decision is permanent. And yeah. think of all the things you've already taught your child. You know, um, not necessarily, because I think people, parents get worried about the academics, but think of all the other things that you've taught your child to do just by living with them and mm-hmm. interacting with them. And don't get locked into the idea that homeschooling has to look like school at home because it can look a lot of different ways and it it can be molded to 
look the way that your family needs it to. And again, um, same as Aaron said, community is so important. So if you can find other homeschoolers, homeschoolers who homeschool in different ways and ask them questions and get a feeling of what might work for your family, then, you know, that's very helpful. Nice. Are there any resources you suggest? Oh, my. There's, <laughs> there are so many resources. Lots of good podcasts. Um, lots of good books. Um, take, you know, take what you want from it. Leave what you don't. Um, also, I know with me, just using your community as a resource, using your family, your friends, your neighbors, you can outsource. Like, you don't have to teach your kids everything. For example, their grandma teaches them art. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And, like, the neighbor wants to teach the kids how to repair small engines. Like, things that I couldn't teach them. Mm -hmm. So find those people that have knowledge and want to share it. That's nice. Yeah, exactly. Use the community. People want to help pass on what they know. And, you know, most people like working with kids. And so if your child is showing an interest in something, I mean, half of what I do is facilitate. More than half, three quarters or more of what I do as a homeschooling mom is just facilitate. So I look for opportunities for her and offer them. And I listen for her to tell me what she would like to do and look for ways to facilitate that. So if she tells me she wants to learn to downhill ski it doesn't mean that I have to teach her that it just mm-hmm. means that I can you know facilitate that and it would be that way with anything woodworking or painting mm-hmm. or um, I don't feel pressure to have to learn that myself and then teach it to her I just see myself as a facilitator how to get her to that information now the two of you both are talking a lot about community and our community is the Marquette community and I'm sure the surrounding areas um, what would be some resources is there like a homeschooling group? I know like there's a group that comes into the Children's Museum from time to time to meet up. Is that a community that you're part of and anyone who's interested in homeschooling can become part of that? There are several in the Marquette area. One is Learning Without Boundaries, which is um, the one that I'm primarily involved with. They're mostly unschoolers, which is a philosophy of homeschooling, but there are a lot of people within it who use curriculum. There are also several um, other groups. The ones that I'm aware of are um, surrounding certain curriculums, um, like classical conversations. There's a group, hmm. and there's some Christian groups in the area, so there are a lot of a lot of, lot of options if someone wanted to look into it. Yeah, Very there's nice. a group in Elger County that <coughs> tries to meet once a week different places the library we try to meet there once a week oh, the library a, is a magical yeah. place for yeah, yeah have for book kids and adults alike and it's yeah. yeah that's nice cool and then i think the last question might be the hardest question <laughs> how do you gauge progress um it can be tricky because we don't follow specific curriculums for math we do so we have math tests that's easy I can look in my answer book because <laughs> math is not my subject <laughs> and, um, and see how they're doing there um, other than that I just look you know I just pay attention and observe them I can look back on work because I'll you know I'll keep their papers and whatnot the things they've worked on yeah just observing and watching them same thing mainly observing there are um, standardized tests that you can 
have them take if you you know you can um, Marquette Area Public Schools uses the MAPS test I think that's what it's called and you can take that through a homeschooling group online if you want if you want them to you could have them take that if you wanted to do that yearly or every other year you could see their progress in okay. that um, but again I mostly look for seeing you know the progress myself or and and she notices you know her own progress you can see it in her when she wants to take the next step on something very nice well thank you both for joining i work with both of your children and i can tell you that they are smart um polite you guys are right on track <laughs> um i think they're yeah i think they're doing great and that's um i had never when my daughter was younger never considered homeschooling but looking back and just seeing and working and just being introduced to your families has kind of like like there is definite advantages to that so i just was happy you came on today to maybe help someone who is sitting on the fence and it would work for their lifestyle to be able to keep their kids home so thank you both very much for joining us today thank you thank you now we're going to interview evna who's a homeschooler hi evna thanks for joining us Charlotte wrote some questions for you. And Charlotte, you can answer the questions too because you are also a homeschooler. So whenever you're ready, you can lead us off. Okay. Why is it fun? Because we can go to things like Hub and the library, and gymnastics. Like with public school, you couldn't do that. You're in that building all day. This one gives you a little yeah. more freedom. Nice. How about you, Charlotte? Um, I guess public public school has more rules. Okay. And, um, like, yeah, it just has more rules at public school, and you can do a bunch of fun stuff in homeschooling. Like going downhill skiing in, in the middle yeah. of the week? Yeah, that's an advantage. Oh, okay, go ahead with the next one. How old are you? I'm 10. I turned 10 in December. On the 17th. Okay, so, and then? I'm 10, and I turn 11 in October. Okay, so you guys are real close in age. Are you guys in the same grade? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, go ahead and ask the next question. How long have you been homeschooling? Four years, almost. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Charlotte, how about you? Second, I think. And you're in? Fourth grade, Fourth yeah. now. Okay, yeah. so good two years. What's your favorite subject and why? I like art class with because my grandma teaches it. What kind of stuff do you do in art class? We paint, we make birthday cards, all kinds of stuff. We make optical illusions Ooh. on paper. That sounds super fun. Lots of other stuff. That sounds great. I can see why you like it so much. Um, I like science because there's just so much stuff you can learn. I bet. Do you do yeah. like some experiments at home? Sometimes. That's fun. How does your day work? Well, we wake up and then we usually go do school. Unless it's like Wednesday or Tuesday, then we go to Hub and Library gymnastics and 818 yeah sometimes <laughs> and charlotte how does yours work um well i wake up and i normally eat breakfast maybe watch some tv um and then 
I if I don't have anything, I probably do math and all that stuff. Um, but if I do have something, I just go wherever I have to go, then come home and then read and go to bed. Nice. Um, how do you learn best? Probably watching or reading. Yeah, kind of uh, absor- absorbing. Yeah. Visual. How about you, Charlotte? Hmm. Hmm. I guess just kind of working on it a little bit and listening to my mom explaining what it is. Okay. Do you like Hub and why? I like Hub because you can play outside with friends and sometimes it's winter, sometimes it's summer or spring. You, you get to get outside? Yeah. Now, is Hub when you meet up with other homeschool families? What? It, what is Hub? Is that when you meet up with yeah. other homeschool families? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I like it because you can, like, do anything pretty much. You can play with a ball. You can pretend you're an animal. You can do anything. And I like Indoor Hub because it's, like, the same. You can also go outside, but, yeah. And you do that once a week, guys? Hmm? I only do outdoor, though. Yeah, and then Indoor Hub is on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Thursday. Um, is there anything you don't like about homeschooling? Probably I don't like it a little bit because I can't see my friends that are at public school as much. But I still like it because I can see my other friends. Nice. Mm. There's nothing I don't... I like pretty much everything. Yeah. That's important. Good. What do you want to be when you grow up? I haven't really decided yet, but when I was younger, I used to want to be a hairdresser. A hairdresser? <laughs> Your hair always does look cute. <laughs> um, Probably a scientist or an artist. Okay. But definitely, I want to be a scientist. Very nice. And you guys have lots of time to study up and change minds and, yeah, decide. Outside of school, what are your hobbies? I like to crochet and hang out with my cat and lots of other things, like coloring and reading. That's cool. You know how to crochet. What's the, like, biggest thing you've crocheted? Um, probably a hot pad. Oh, that's impressive. I do not know how to crochet. Um, I like swimming and skiing, both kinds of skiing. Um, I like sports, and I like reading and doing art. Very nice. You guys have a lot of hobbies. That's pretty cool. Do you have any big plans for the summer? Because now, here's a question. Do you do homeschool during the summer, or are you not not doing it? Usually we don't do it in the summer unless we haven't finished, like, our math books the whole year. Okay, so you do get a break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't finished, like, if you haven't finished math, then you kind of have to keep going and finish. Okay, but otherwise you get to have some beach days and some outside time. Yeah. Excellent. And I have um, one more question for you. Um, If you had um, someone who was just beginning to homeschool a friend 
and they were scared or worried, what would your advice be to them? I don't really know. I'd have to think about it for a little. It's a pretty deep question. Yeah. Um, I guess try and learn just the best you can. Try and have fun when you're learning and um, try and make new friends because there are so many friends you can have. That is great. Homeschooling. That is really nice advice, Charlotte. I think that's really good. I think that would be good for, for the adults trying to homeschool too. <laughs> I think it goes both ways. All right. Is there anything else either you would like to add about homeschooling? Something we didn't touch on that maybe you think is important? Radio, radio silence. All right. Well, thank you both for joining us today. And um, yeah, this is very informative. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to 8 to 18 Media, Queen City Kid Cast. Bye. Bye. Bye.